2: Welcome to episode number 95 of Yes Guy, and we're doing this live on a Saturday, so if you're listening on Sunday morning, we refer to today, it's Saturday, and we're at the Road Hockey Conquers Cancer Tournament. There's games going on right in front of us, celebrities right in front of us, Jim Taddy, Perry Lefko with you. Perry, how are you today, sir? And I, I, I ask you that question knowing because you are right in front of me. I am doing exceptionally well. Love the coat, love the swags. Great stuff. Yeah, I got him a coat, a 1050 coat, probably somebody will ask for it back now. Guy, okay. <laughs> Come on, man. We have on the show today Mike Zeisberger, Scott Morrison and Steve Foxcroft. Steve Foxcroft's going to be talking about horses, among other things. Nay. Nee. Oh, wow. And there's hockey action right in front of us. And this is good. So you got to watch. You were working on that. I, I like watched, it. Yeah, having a lot of fun. Uh, before we get going, looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Bark, managing broker, Remax West Realty Brokerage has 27 award winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Bark in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call him or text him at 647 292. 8886 servicing from hamilton to kingston from toronto to muskoka charles park will not be at work by anyone and when you go to the fox 40 com site you will find the fox 40 titan fox 40 coaching boards the fox 40 electronic whistle producing 100 decibels at the push of a button go to fox 40 com. use the code yes guy for 15 percent off your order so those are a couple of good tips for you. And we have other sponsors that we're going to pump their tires on later in the broadcast. Zeisberger and you go back a number of years. Cheeseburger. Yeah, well, okay. That's, that's an, an affectionate term that you have for him. I call him Mike. Whatever, man. Yeah. So he's, guy. he's going to join us very shortly. And uh, later on, of course, the obligatory end to the proceedings. Alive. Yes guy, no guy. This will be spectacular. Epic. It will be. And it's a nice day out here. And there's hockey right in front of us, as I said. So, uh, and, and a nice crowd. And uh, I did run into former Leaf captains Rick Five, Doug Gilmore, and Daryl Sittler. That's quite the trifecta. That is. And I just literally walked into them. Didn't have to search them out. They came to you. In fact, Doug Gilmore said, Jim, how you doing? I said, yeah, fine. Better now. Yeah. So uh, we're having some fun here today. And uh, plenty to talk about uh, with Mr. Zeisberger. Scott Morrison has a book out, and it's called uh, The Series That Changed Hockey Forever. And, of course, we're going to reminisce about the 72 Summit Series. There's our man, Hirsch. He's, uh, he's giving us the wave there. Hirsch, what's going on, man? Everything good? Beauty. Yeah, good. Okay, everything's good there. So we'll go back over. And there was a nice thing at Scotiabank Arena this week with the uh, some of the players on hand as they were introduced at the start of the game. And, and during the course of the game, they did little vignettes on each one of the eight games during the, the Leafs-Habs game. And, and, of course, the both teams skated in the warm-up with uh, team canada jerseys which was really nice nice to see that and we had two
0: of them two of the members on our show the last few weeks yes. paul henderson yeah rod
2: Sealing. okay we're burning up time mike zeisberger is, is with Zeis. us now mike how are you sir My, mr zeisberger whatever cheeseburger
3: uh when you guys figure out what to call me uh in <laughs> unison then let me know okay okay well <laughs> what 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 is new in
2: your world mike
3: Uh, not much. I mean, uh, I'm not there with you guys, but then again, there isn't a defibrillator right near there to, uh, you know, or an oxygen mask for me to, to get my breath. But, uh, no, you guys, uh, first of all, uh, thank you very much for having me on the show again. And, um, no, I mean, I was, I was kind of, uh, wrapped up in that, uh, you know, the 50th anniversary of, uh, team Canada 72 this past week had a chance to, um, You know, sit down with Paul Henderson uh, and and go to his home. Um, And you know what? I mean, there's, there's, look, guys, we we've the three of us have done this. uh, It's not for a long time. It's not our first rodeos. And you're not really that type of a fan anymore. It's just kind of these are these are human beings that you deal with. But I gotta say, you know, you're you're in Paul Henderson's house and he's showing you. You know, some of his artifacts from the, the 72 series. And all I can think about is, you know, here's this road hockey playing kid from Scarborough that was at general career art public school in 1972 where they canceled classes and we all watched that game. Um, you know, to watch, I, I think the term the day Canada stood still is, 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 is right on the mark because. I remember my parents got off work, like everything stopped for that game and you're sitting there and I'm looking at Paul Henderson going like, how, how the hell did I ever get to the point in my life from the kid that was watching him become a Canadian hero on a 20 inch black and white television to be able to be, you know, be welcomed in this man's home and write a feature on him. And and that's, That for the first time in a long time, I was a little bit of a fanboy in the in the fact that I just sat there and go, you know what, this is pretty cool.
0: Cheeseburger, I said it before, I'll say it again. You're a great storyteller, so it was appropriate you went to Paul Henderson's home. You've probably been to the Hockey Hall of Fame a million times, but this was the Henderson Shrine. What can you tell us a bit? What was there that just sort of caught your eye?
3: Well, it it you you know what, Perry, it's. It's it's very tastefully done, so it's it's not like one of these in-your-face things where you know the entire the entire basement is, is, is cases under glass with with memorabilia. But there's three three things that 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 stand out when you go downstairs into his basement. The first is a, a painting of all the Team Canada players standing on the on the blue line listening to the national anthem um at one of the games entitled oh canada and it shows every one of the players that was dressed on that day and paul says it's very very um special to him because it's mixed with the anthem and that's what it was about like uh, his country um the second one is a uh, a framed uh i don't know what you would call it but it's under glass uh, under this frame and glass he has a hockey card of every single player, every one of his teammates that was on that Team Canada 72 team, autographed personally by each one of the guys. And then the third one, which I think is the coolest and it's iconic, and and we've all seen it, is that is a photo. Um, I know that uh, you know uh, of, of, of Henderson uh, hugging Ivan Kornya, Tretyak behind him, down with the puck in the net. Um, you know, and it's funny because that photo, almost, almost the same photo was taken by two guys uh, who were who were standing next to each other in Moscow that night. One was the great Frank Lennon of, of the Toronto Star, and the other was Dennis Breder, who happened to be Marty Breder's father. So there's a big photo of that iconic shot, and uh, Paul uh, with, with with Paul's autograph on it, and. Those are the three things that when you walk in kind of strike you. And, and, you know, as as everybody knows, Paul's been uh, uh, fighting leukemia for over a a decade now. Um, He's doing really, really well in his battle. Almost every day he goes downstairs to go work out in the weight room every morning. And he says when he he goes down, he always takes a peek at the three photos or, or pieces of art that i told you about and he says it always adds a positive to his day so that's a pretty cool day way to start your day every day when you go down and you say you can see images of when you were a hero in this country and you know what i would claim guys that he still is
2: you know uh, as you're as you're speaking about him there and we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago uh, what you're left with with this guy who uh, had the ultimate moment in canadian sports uh, he's at peace with it. Uh, you know, th- th- this moment could have really set him down a, a negative path yep. because of the notoriety from it and, and what the expectations were. But, but somehow he's, he's reached peace with it and enjoys it, doesn't he?
3: He does very much so. Paul's a very humble guy. And he said that after he scored that goal, um, he said to his wife, Eleanor, look, our lives are going to be changed. We can either try to hide from it or we can embrace it. And he embraced it. And, I mean, you know, uh, they were honoured, you know, they were honoured in Parliament last week and, and things like that. So it, it, it has been overwhelming. But, you know, he never says that he's better than any of the other guys out there or whatever. He always brings his teammates, as you guys know um, from talking to him. He always talks about it in terms of team and not in terms of I uh so yeah you know very much so he he's come to terms with it um and i i think that part of humility his humility is part at least of 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 that kind of image that people have of canadians you know not boastful not pounding on the chest but like here look what we did and we did it for the country and you know there was one thing that that came out of that 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 i found interesting you know i mean there's a lot of debate about whether you know the golden goal by Sidney Crosby was bigger and I had a chance to talk to Sid by the way and he said but no no uh, that Henderson's goal is the biggest goal that's ever been scored a ho- in hockey so you know you can take that opinion uh, you know any way you want it but you know Sid is an authority because he scored one of the biggest ones himself uh, but what I what I found um, interesting about about this whole thing is the fact that on that day in 1972, Tom Wells, who was the Minister of Education at the time for Ontario, said that all the TVs in public schools, now this, is, this comes down from the Board of Education, from the Education Minister, had to be tuned in at schools to that game. Can you imagine that happening 50 years later? I don't care even if, you know, if the you know game seven blue jays world series i mean obviously those are at night but if you had an uh, you know olympic gold medal game in the afternoon um could you imagine like school boards saying like okay classes are canceled and everybody has to watch the hockey game i don't think you'll ever see anything uh like that again and we've never seen anything like it since and and Talking to some of the guys like, like Ken Dryden and even Paul himself, they agree. They don't think there will ever be a, a, a moment, a sporting moment in this country, where everything is dictated to, to shut down so that all the eyeballs can be on that event.
0: Jeez, i got to ask you a serious question. We're going to go off script here. We're at this event, Road Hockey. When you were growing up, that guy in Scarborough, which hockey player were you? I mean, who was your idol?
3: Oh, there's only one.
0: Paul Matier. Huh.
3: Paul Matier. Paul Wow. Those guys were goalies. That's right. Come on, man. Huh. Harry. I, I mean, you know, a guy would take a shot from the slot. And, of course, we would only use baseball gloves at the time as, as goalie gloves because that's all you had. Trap but right. a guy could shoot it right into your glove. You'd wait a couple of seconds with the ball in your glove. And then you'd do the split and you'd scream, Paul Matier! Uh, because you know that was he was the most exciting energetic uh you know he might have not been a Vezina award winner but there was never any uh boring times with that so for road hockey it was Pomenteer and, and I got I got to say um a lot of times when I played out and I was not a Montreal Canadiens fan but I was geek I was Guy LaFleur because he was that, that good. That flowing hair, like Guy, right? Well, I had <laughs> hair back then, and it flowed a lot. So, yeah, there is that.
2: <laughs> now, did you have a mask when you played road hockey? No,
3: nobody wore a mask. Come on. I did. I wore a wore mask. And, and they always of shot right face. at the mask. So, so did I. <laughs> hey, okay. guy. Yeah. Now you yes. know what happened every time you look at my mug, okay? The mug that's made for radio, okay? I didn't oh, it's wear a it beautiful
0: back. mug. Beautiful, man. And I'll,
3: and I'll tell you another thing, okay? None of this orange hockey ball stuff. I don't know no, when no, that no. came in. There no. was a tennis ball, yeah. only a tennis ball. Now, yeah. said tennis yeah. ball could come in various versions, okay? Yes. You'd get yeah. them out of the tube. Remember when the tennis yeah. balls came in a tube like Pringles? Yeah, yeah. Right? And there were three yeah. of them in there. And they'd be white or they'd be yellow. And by the time you played with it for about two or three months, it oh, would it was, wear down. So all it, the fur would come off and you'd come down to that dark blue purple thing. And, man, yeah. that thing stung in February, I'll tell you that.
2: Yeah, it's. It, thanks for the memory. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, thanks for stopping by. Really appreciate it.
3: Okay, guys, have a great day out there. Great cause, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you
1: soon.
2: All right, Cheeseburger, the man. Mike Seisberger, thank you very much. Um, So you wore a mask. I had a a baseball mask, and I had some white cardboard and tried to do something with it. I had the real mask. Really? And as soon as I
0: put it on, there was like a prize to who could hit me in the face (laughs) first. Boom,
2: Yeah. (laughs) That is wicked. If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker, REMAX West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call Charles at 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.com. When you go to fox40shop.com, you'll find hockey products like the Fox 40 Call, Fox 40 Super 4 CMG. Don't forget to pick up a copy of The 40 Ways of the Fox, Ron Foxcroft's inspirational book for new entrepreneurs and business veterans alike, fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050 welcome back to yes guy jim taddy and perry Lefko with you this segment is sponsored by braley financial advisors incorporated financial advisor Herb braley ready to help you with your financial needs if you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options contact her at one 734 3055 or visit his website braleyadvisors.com with 31 years of experience Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most financial clarity and comfort with braley financial advisors incorporated master your game strategy with fox 40 coaching boards available for basketball hockey football and more use the code YesGuy at checkout for 15 percent off your order go to fox40shop.com so the book is the series that changed hockey forever scott morrison is the author he's a member of the hockey hall of fame uh, admitted in 2006 and will be with us very shortly as i look out i see yet another leaf captain here at vaughn at the Road Hockey conquerors Cancer Tournament, and uh, Wendell is there, and uh, he's got the uh, the jersey with rookie and the number zero on his back, so he's trying to blend in, Perry. I didn't even recognize him. He looks slim, doesn't he? They all do after they finish playing. Well, well not, some not, don't, not, right? Not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. So that's four Leaf captains I have seen in, in less than an hour. They're all over the place here, which is great. Seen a lot of other uh, former Leafs as well. L.I. Afrady, to name one. Shane Corson, we saw. So they're all over the place, and everybody's having a great time. And there's a hockey rink, I guess. I don't know if rink's the right word, but a hockey setup right in front of us. And it it's, guys, <laughs> you've been milking that. <laughs> you've been working on it.
0: Am I've been I working correct? on it for 50 years. For yeah. 50 years. Yeah, yeah. You fi-
2: I think you finally got it. Yeah. Okay, so waiting on Scott Morrison, and uh, we'll be able to talk to Steve Foxcraw from Fluke Transport and Fox 40 later on. And, of course, Yes Guy, No Guy will make its way uh, onto the broadcast at the end. Could be a lengthy edition of Yes Guy, No Guy, and one of the few that we've done live because we're beside each other, which is good, because I can see your facial expression, which is uh, yes. kind of a look of disgust right now.
0: No, I think I'm going to put Luca and the Yes Guy, No
2: Guy, our, our on-site producer here, doing yeah. a hell of a job, hell yeah. of a job. Yes, he is. Scott Morrison is with us now, Hockey Hall of Fame 2006, the series that changed hockey forever. Scott, welcome. How are you today, sir?
4: I'm doing well, Jimmer Perry. Thanks for having me.
2: Our, our pleasure. So I, I guess maybe the, the ultimate question would be, as is, is, is you went through this putting the book together, what did you discover? Because I mean, obviously you're well aware of what happened, but did you find something that you weren't expecting?
4: Well, I, what I found is in having – you know talked to these guys many times over the years and <clears throat> i did a book leading up to the 20th anniversary one of the biggest changes is just their perspective and how time has brought them together with a, a real deep from both teams a real deep appreciation of just how good the other guy was and you know those words were spoken at time but at, at times but i think you know after the series i think there was still a measure of denial amongst the you know, maybe some of the players and certainly some of the fans that had we been better prepared, had we had a proper training camp, had we not been surprised by how well they could play, um, and had we had all our best players, that it would have been a different outcome, a much more dominant outcome. But after a while, I think there became that appreciation and perspective that, you know, There is a different way to play the game, and they're pretty good at what they do. And obviously, over time, uh, we learn from each other.
0: Hey, Scott, there's demarcation points when it comes to history. This is the 50th anniversary. Why is this one more important, say, than the 25th? What makes this one so impactful?
4: Well, nobody's getting younger. And sadly, we've lost a bunch of the guys already. And, you know, how many more anniversaries? And major dates are there going to be? So I think this was an important one that just because of the, that span of time. 50 always seems to be a magic number. It's a magic number in hockey. when You think of goals, that sort of thing. And so, um, you know, I just think that passage of time. And again, the, the, the different perspective that the players on both sides have after, uh, you know, that much time moving on. So I, th- I think all the anniversaries have had their sort of unique storyline in that, you know, at the 40 mark, uh, a bunch of the Canadian players were invited over, and and what was interesting to them was that, as disappointed as the Soviet players are still to this day with the outcome and how they allowed that, you know, what seemed like a stifling lead to fall apart over those last three games, and especially what happened in the third period of Game 8, they still celebrate that series because it was a real... Uh, A measuring stick for them to, to show the world that they could play with the best players in the world, which, you know, obviously the NHLers were perceived to be at that time.
2: You know, there were other humbling events along the way before I, I think total respect was given. Uh, and I like what you said, I, I think, you know, from the Soviet side of it, uh, everybody was able to understand and appreciate just how good that team was. Um, and up until that point, it was uh, the best amateur, air quotes, amateur team. But we soon learned that this was a really good hockey operation and there were things to borrow from it as as they borrowed from us, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely, and you know you have to remember back in in the day we didn't know much about them, and you know what the Soviets, the communist Soviets, they were the scary image on the on the nightly news taking over countries, and the, the Cold War was on at the time. You know it was East versus West, communism versus capitalism, and democracy, all of that that backdrop to everything and but we didn't see a lot of them it's not like today you didn't see them play at the world championships you may have caught a game at the at the olympics so uh, uh, except for a few players the likes of a dryden and a brian Connacher and a, the late billy harris and a few others who had played on the national team there wasn't a real appreciation for how good the or any knowledge of how good these guys were and uh you know obviously we thought living in our small part of the world, that the NHL was the best and nobody could possibly be as good. And, you know, even Ken Dryden mentioned in the book that, uh, you know, as, as having played against them and not had a lot of success with the national team, he said, I knew they were good, but he said it was even hard for him to try in his mind going into that series, think of how they would measure up against that best group of NHL players.
0: You know, Scott, we had Paul Henderson on the show a few weeks ago. We asked him the question about the Hall of Fame. Why is it so hard for people to to put him in the Hall of Fame? Like, why is it such a discussion point? Because people, you know, Kenny hockey fans would think it's a no-brainer.
4: Well, it seems I think he should be in. Uh, It seems that the argument on the other side is that, you know, you don't put a guy in for one series or a series of games and goals uh, that it's the bigger body of work. I-, I tend to disagree from the standpoint of, you know, it doesn't have to always be about having the threshold of 500 goals or 1,000 points or whatever the measuring stick is. I look at it and say there's a lot of other people who are in the Hall of Fame, and rightly so, but they're they're judged differently because of the circumstances of where they played. And I, and I point to a Tretiak and a Yakishev being in the Hall, and they should be there. But they're measured differently because they didn't play it to the same standards of the NHL and the same, they measured the same way. Um, so I think when you think Paul had a, a very good career, to be invited to play on that team meant you were a very good player and then the, to rise to the occasion and do what he did over that series of games mm-hmm. under the pressures that those players were under not just hockey pressures but real life pressures because it was you know it was beyond just bragging about being the best hockey nation it was as i talked about it was that cold war backdrop of us versus them and so all of those pressures and to shine like that and to be part of a you know a historic moment in hockey history and certainly canadian history on top of that, I think he's very worthy and should be in.
2: Scott, let, let's end on this. I mean, they, they had a great celebration this week, and, and it was very nice to see those that are are still around honored. Do you think we've honored them properly uh, in the years previous to this?
4: Uh, no, I think they were kind of forgotten for a lot of years, to be honest, Jim. And, I, you know, some of the players even you know, quipped, of, and but probably being serious about it is that, In many ways, for many years, the the Soviets, the Russians uh, had bigger celebrations involving the Canadians than we did at home. And so I think they have been forgotten, and I'm glad they were honored now because they shouldn't be forgotten because, as I said, you know that was a great moment in Canadian history, not just Canadian hockey history, and it changed the game forever on so many levels.
2: Scott, really appreciate you stopping by. Thanks very much.
4: Thanks, guys. Great talking to you.
2: Scott Morrison, Hockey Hall of Fame 2006, the series that changed hockey forever, and if you go back to that, Phil's line was, at that time, the only ice he would ever see in, in August and September would be at the bottom of his glass. There were no summer workouts, uh, and so that's one of the things that came out of that was, look, we've got to get in shape, we have to you know, work on fitness, and that would apply not only to hockey players, but... But all Canadians, I think there was a sort of a, an assessment of what kind of shape are we in anyway? And you know, We're talking about Phil. We're talking about Phil Esposito, yeah.
0: mutual friend of ours who yeah. made that famous speech after yes. the fourth game loss. And I would say that, to me, was more impactful than the goal in Game 8. Just because Phil's emotion came out, and that really pulled the country together. Like, help us. We need your help.
2: It made you stop and
0: think, didn't it? Well phil often does make us stop and think and that's the type of individual
2: he is he says what he says and he doesn't back down from what he says absolutely that's why we love him this segment is sponsored by braley financial advisors incorporated financial advisor Herb braley ready to help you with your financial needs if you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website braleyadvisors.com with 31 years of experience Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Let's talk about advanced planning. Your life, your say, your tribute, in all your way. Turner and Porter, funeral directors. Let's start a conversation. Visit turnerporter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes, Guy, the radio show, Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG, SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Go to SafeBridgeFinancial.com or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Check out Fox 40's new premium whistle, the Fox 40 Titan, and a sleek— titanium body the titan emulates the authentic sound of the fox 40 classic available now in titanium gold or matte black go to fox and if you go there you might run into at some point somehow with the technology steve foxcroft who's reporting to us live now from the fluke and fox 40 headquarters the the, the traveling headquarters steve how are that's you right. today sir
1: that's good we call the world headquarters as well and guys i'm glad that you're at the uh the road hockey event here in Hamilton. When we would warm up a goalie, we would just fire the puck at his head, and if he got out of the way, we know he was ready to go. If not, just bring in another goalie. We'll get left.
0: I know that. the feeling. It happened to me many times.
1: <laughs> left, you, like you guys are legends. Then you have me on after Zeisberger and Scott Morrison. Like plus you two guys, legends. And Lefko, didn't you?
0: Didn't you used to work for Scott Morrison? Yes, I did. That's a good piece of
2: trivia, there, buddy. Thanks yeah. for bringing yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. A long anything else? And... Anything else you want to bring well, look, up about? before we're going down memory lane, I did golf with Ron Foxcroft Senior on Thursday, and you know, quite frankly, Steve, you're on because uh, Senior had this uh, pressing golf tournament and, and didn't didn't want. I, I asked him, could you could you give us a play by play as you're walking down the fairway? He refused, but then mm-hmm. offered up you, and 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 so we we're pl- very happy to have you. But but he did say, find out about the horse. He wants to oh, know yeah, about got... the horse.
1: Well, he's he's really happy because we actually named a horse after him because he's on all these boards and everything, which I'm sure he told you about for the 18 holes that you guys played. And uh, he regales about all these boards and he's chairman of the board and all that. So we had a horse whose father's name was society's chairman. So we thought Chairman Fox would be a good name for a horse. So Chairman Fox, he's a He's been doing good this year. He's been paying his way second, third. We're still trying to get a victory with him. So hopefully the uh, pitcher in the winner's circle at Woodbine will be coming soon.
0: Well, Steve, we lost the queen recently, and there was an interesting parallel to the whole thing is that the Fox 40 whistle was used during the the funeral, and I spoke to your father about it. I mean, your father had, I think he met the queen twice. So your father's met a lot of people, and I know that uh, that must have meant something to him. Did he talk to you about that?
1: Oh yeah, he he. We're very proud of that. And like my dad's contact list or rolodex on his phone and on his desk is pretty substantial. But Perry, I think you yours outdoes his, right? Like your contact list. If I asked you to pull up names, you'd be you'd be going surpassing my dad. That's for sure.
0: Well, Jim put this show together, so I got to give total credit to him. Well, there uh, you go. He's and, got and a, so
1: he's got a pretty good rolodex. Yes, he but, has. You know, so, uh, the, we were of the- really proud. When we, when my dad had the audience with the Queen in her apartment inside Buckingham Palace, we presented her with a poppy, her favorite flower, and it was all done in a big frame portrait made of Fox 40 whistles, red and black whistles. And uh, when Dad went in, they had it on an easel uh, in, the, in her apartment. So we were very proud of that. And, of course, the fact that it was used uh, in the funeral procession and all that, and the Argyle Sutherlands from Hamilton were representing Canada along with the RCMP, and just very, very touching. Uh, and, you know, she represented us so well, and it was really the only one we've ever known, right? The only royalty we've ever grown yeah. up with. So Absolutely. pretty good. You know, yeah. and uh, t- like, it's like you on the golf course, Taddy. You're royalty on the golf course.
2: <laughs> uh, there's a line there somewhere, but I'm not going <laughs> to
1: dad was uh, well, saying that well, he was out driving you on every hole that oh, can't know, of be course, true
2: yeah. well, jim I, is smart enough to let him out drive that's he's he's a, a sponsor there you go i'm not i'm not going to ruin the, the the business deal over it over a drive i mean come on He'd give me some credit the
1: Best business gets done on a golf course so well done
2: <laughs> yeah well done. and you'll ask him and a, a couple of times i went god i sliced that and i had to bite my lip because i did it on purpose
1: Oh, he likes to win on the golf course, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, yes, I know, because I outdrove him four straight holes a couple of years ago, and, oh. and the fifth shot, wow, that ball screamed. I mean, he just, you should have seen, you know how he is he, when he wants to do something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. He gets riled up. You know, speaking of the horses and our love for football, everyone knows we're big football fans in our family, and I know you guys are as well. It's interesting that at Woodbine, uh, I noticed this weekend, My trainer, Darwin Banak, he has a horse running named Fajardo, and Darwin's roots go back to Saskatchewan, so he named the horse after the Saskatchewan quarterback, Cody Fajardo. I thought that was pretty neat, and I said to him, you're just trying to top us because uh, Jim Lawson, the president and uh, CEO of Woodbine, and Scott Mitchell from the Tiger Cats in Hamilton and myself, we have a horse, and we named him after Joe Zuger. So Zuger is the name of the horse, and we're looking forward to getting him into his first racing action soon. So there's quite a connection recently with uh, Woodbine and horses and the CFL. It's pretty cool.
0: And uh, you're a big football fan. If I'm not mistaken, do you work the chains at the Bills games?
1: Yeah, I've been doing that 31 years now. So it goes back to when they were going to the four straight Super Bowls. And you know what, guys? It's just so exciting to see it coming back again in Buffalo. And I think everyone should experience what the fandom is like in Buffalo. It's literally deafening noise, and it's something that hasn't been around for those 30 years or, you know, 25, 30 years. And it's something that we're in southern Ontario a lot of us, we have the opportunity to go down, and a lot of people do go down to Buffalo to take in the experience, and I just say to everyone out there, if you get a chance, do it, because I have my brother, Ronnie, who's a little younger than me, he he's been a Bills fan all his life, but he's never, never been around when they've been Super Bowl contenders, and I said, Ronnie, you won't know what it's like, like, this experience now is crazy, so he's looking forward to getting to his first game and seeing what it's like amped up, and the last time the last game there they had uh, Jim Kelly get the fans going before the kickoff and then they brought out Marv Levy the Hall of Fame coach. Oh wow. And he did his famous where would you rather be than right here right now, but it was done in unison with 70,000 fans screaming it out. Oh. So it's kind of like the same line I said coming on the uh, the Yes Guy show was where would I rather be than right here right now. <laughs>
2: didn't have the same response but I, I, your heart was in the right spot let me throw yeah. this at you and then somewhere somewhere at fox 40 world headquarters or maybe at fluke transport there's got to be this this foxcroft chart on the wall and, and all the leagues that are represented so so you correct me if i'm wrong ncaa mm-hmm. nba uh nfl cfl are there do you have anybody involved in the nhl the whistle is for sure well, the whistle
1: is because we named it after john mccauley So, That's right west mccauley there we don't have anyone in house uh how about the new league the new basketball league the CEBL? we're right. affiliated with them we're with our buddy
0: with mike Morielli. Yeah, yeah right mike Morielli,
1: great yeah. guy doing a great job there the league's expanding and doing well so um yeah we have we have a lot of things where we have to fill out background checks to, to be employed by all these leagues. You can imagine that when they do the background check on my dad with his golf victories. It, it does a red flag. <laughs> you know? it says, Wait a minute, what's this golf victory outcome? What's this income doing uh, from a guy named Taddy on the golf course? You know? And, guys, before you let me know, i got to start. I know the best part of the show is always Uh, the Yes Guy part at the end, even though you have legends on during the show, the Yes Guy. So, Patty, can I ask you, will the Bills make the Super Bowl this year?
2: Oh, that's an emphatic and a hard, all capital letters, Yes Guy. Absolutely.
0: I love that. I love that no
2: guy oh well of course
0: (laughs) somebody has to rebut that and i'm going to be the butt guy okay so okay (laughs) i gave
2: you that one (laughs) yes
1: you did a butt butt guy that's great you know hey Lefko, my dad tried to be like you too like he told us he finished his book that you guys promote but we thought he meant he read a book (laughs) i didn't know that he actually wrote the book so he's trying to follow in your footsteps and become an author and you know what it's actually pretty good too
0: It's a very good book. I've read it multiple times because there's something in each chapter that you can pick up. You know, we joke a lot about your dad, and we appreciate his support, but, you know, generally he's done so many things for so many people. Uh, um, You know, I guess some days you just stand back and go, man, my dad's done some pretty amazing things for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, we do. We stand back, and he is amazing, and uh, he does a lot of things that we don't even know about, too. Like he, he does them sort of, I guess, anonymously, you could say, but just under the table, and he helps out a lot of people. But the things that he's done, uh, he's done many once-in-a-lifetime things. We talked about the audience with the Queen, but inventing a product that got taken into outer space as well. It got taken up by an astronaut, and the whistle, the Fox 40 whistle, was used in outer space as well. And uh, like stuff like that, it just doesn't come around every day. So he's come a, he's come a long way from since negotiating his way out of high school after five years when the principal said, I don't, I don't think we want you here anymore, and it sounds like you don't want to be here anymore.
0: Well, Steve, very quick question. In Buffalo, if somebody paid you a million dollars, would you allow people to just spray with ketchup and mustard?
1: Oh, how about that guy? Yeah, I'm glad you heard about that and brought that guy up to ketchup mustard guy it's it's one thing no so for a million dollars i don't think i would go through what he goes through i might do the jump off into a table trick that the (laughs) Bills mafia people do but that guy has to be on your hit list to be on the show
2: absolutely i wonder if you cut the mustard yeah. oh sorry sorry guy that's a no let, guy let me ask you this on the way out i saved the, the relevant stuff until the end tell us about the blue light and the scores table at raptors oh. games
1: yeah we got that coming up this year so now i don't want you to get excited because i know if you hear blue light you're thinking the waitress is coming over with a tray of beers but there is going to be a blue light this year at the nba games when there's a forthcoming scores change so in the past, we've had the green light when there's been a coach's challenge. We turn on the green light, and everybody knows that a team, one of the coaches, is challenging. So this year, when we, along with the command center, are going to change the score. So let's say uh, someone has hit a three-point, Pascal Siakam hit a three-point basket, then we find out that his foot was on the line, it should have been a two. We're going to illuminate a blue light that tells everybody that there's an upcoming scores change, scoring change. So at the next stoppage, the refs will point over, and Herbie Kuhn, another uh, Yes Guy show, uh, yes. legendary guest, yep. he then will make the announcement, and uh, that's what we'll be doing this year. So anytime you're at a Raptor game this coming year or any NBA game, you see a blue light, they're not bringing a beer over to you. There's going to be was, a scoring change.
2: I thought it was like the blue dot in the in the, the magazine where you touch it and you win a million bucks, but I guess not. <laughs> no, not quite the same. <laughs> Steve, thanks very much. Really appreciate it.
1: Guys, always good to catch up and be on the Yes Guy show. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Steve Foxcroft reporting to us from Fluke and Fox 40 World Headquarters. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean, go to SafeBridgeFinancial.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Let's talk about advanced planning, your life, your say, your tribute, in all your way. Turner and Porter Funeral Directors, let's start a conversation. Visit TurnerPorter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050 guy, no guy oh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls drivers and passengers time now and hockey players all over the place time now for the live on location edition of yes guy no guy go ahead sir the best part of today's show was having luca as our on-site producer getting us these coats well yeah yes guy to that yes, uh, yes uh, guy it's kind of spoiled luca is, is also doing the leaf games with me so there's prior history here but, so you know it's it kind of new for you but not so much for me. I call him the omen, but we won't get into that. Okay, guy. Okay. Uh, yes, guy, no, guy. The Henderson goal is the best goal of all time.
0: No, guy. Oh. I thought oh. Sidney's goal was pretty oh. cool, right? Oh. Come oh. on. Oh. You can't say it's the best goal of all time because there's been so many but great if, goals But what, of what all if it time. doesn't
2: happen? What if it doesn't go in? What if it doesn't? What, what do you uh. mean if? What if? You want to change history? Yeah, absolutely, guy. It did guy. go alternate, in. The alternate universe, it doesn't go in. The Soviets claim victory on most goals scored. What would we do? We wouldn't be
0: having a conversation with Scott Morrison. We wouldn't be talking about any of this stuff. That's right. Okay, so what happened? We might not have learned. It happened, it was a great goal, but people nowadays would say it was Sydney's goal. It's a matter of generations, okay? It is. You are correct, sir. Go ahead.
2: You're getting excited about the leaf season. Um, no, Guy, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just going to approach it as a day-by-day thing. I'm not looking into it. It's, it's a long run here. Uh, You've got 82 games, plenty of time, not going to worry about where they are at Christmas time. I'm just going to take it as it comes okay guy yeah and on that note um yes guy no guy road hockey was your favorite sport yes it was
0: yeah. we got time for one more yeah quickly you would like austin matthews to say something about your mustache
2: not just oh wow, yeah yeah absolutely guy i mean this is original wow I'm 50 years old stiffed 50 years old stiffed. right it is It grew it right after paul henderson henderson scores daddy grows a mustache <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoyed episode 95 of yes guy hope you come back next week for episode 96 as we inch so close to episode 100 let's go out on this in the count of three one two three yes, yes guy, guy!